Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And this is the podcast where we are helping you make Scripture Memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. And uh, if you've been listening for a while, you know that we typically release these episodes you know, every couple of weeks. But uh, today we have a bonus episode, and uh, we're going to be really looking at some of life's biggest questions. And these are questions that all of us wrestle with. And even if you have the answers to these questions, you probably have friends, family who are wrestling with these questions. And SMF, Scripture Memory Fellowship, the organizer of this podcast recently put out a brand new scripture memory course that kind of digs into those questions that we all wrestle with and the biblical answers to them. So that's something we wanted to just explore in this episode. But uh, Randy, as we prepare to do that, would you share with us our passage of the day? Sure, Dakota. Our our passage of the day is really one of the foundational texts from God's Word about obtaining a biblical worldview, the necessity of doing it, but then also the means by which that we do it. And then also, to make a shameless plug, it's the name of the, the course that we're going to talk about a little bit today. <laughs> but uh, let's look at John 14, 1 to 6. God's Word says this. This is the Lord Jesus talking. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you... I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Now famously, Christ says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This passage is such an emotionally charged passage. This is uh, the upper room discourse. It's also called the farewell address of Christ. A lot of things are going on during this time. The Lord has celebrated the Passover with his disciples. Isn't that a wonderful thing to think about? He's also the fulfillment of Passover. He institutes the Lord's Supper. But then also during that time, he announces that he is about to be betrayed. And not betrayed by anyone, but one of their own, one of his own. And into the midst of their their grief, the disciples' grief, their hurt, their misunderstanding, he speaks a word of comfort to them. He said, I'm going, but because I go, I will return. I'm going to prepare a place for you. I will return. We will be reunited, and you will be where I am. Thomas, you know, he speaks up, I think, among the apostles It's often a competition between who can put their foot in their mouth the quickest. I don't know if it's Thomas or Peter one, but I love that the Word of God records that accurately. It's encouraging to those of us who uh, speak too quick. (laughs) He says, we don't know the way that you're going or how to get there. How can we follow you? And then Christ speaks into that famously, I am the way, 
the truth, and the life. His words speak to us about the distinctive of the Christian faith. Uh, It makes exclusive claims about Christ. He's the way to have access to the Father. He is truth embodied. He also gives spiritual life to his people, enabling them to be born again by the Spirit. This verse is foundational for a Christian worldview, and it's the basis of our New Worldview series. I think that verse, John 14, 6, has to be one of the most famous. And as we think about a biblical Christian worldview, certainly that verse is right there in the center of what that looks like, Christ being the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, Scripture Memory Fellowship's memory course, the series, 14, 6, really is is uh, wrapped up in that verse. Uh, the first book, which many of you are familiar with, is called The Way, and it's a memory course on salvation. But this next book... The truth really is what seeks to answer these these big questions of life. But before we get into that, uh, Randy, you talked about a worldview. I wanted to share uh, this definition of a worldview that I think is so helpful as we have this conversation. The Biblical Worldview Institute puts it this way, a biblical worldview is an overarching view of the world based on God's revealed truth, the Bible which directs our life in this world, and, and they go on to say that this worldview shapes our belief about God, creation, humanity, moral order, and purpose. You know, I like to think of a worldview kind of as, as the lens through which you view life. And so everyone has mm-hmm. a lens through which they view life. And the, the proper lens through which we view life would be Scripture, right? And so uh, by having a biblical worldview, uh, we're looking at life through the lens of Scripture, and I think Scripture memory really has a key role in that because as we memorize Scripture, it really forces us just to slow down, to really think about the truths that God's Word conveys, and and importantly, as you memorize Scripture, you're hiding those truths in your heart so that as you encounter things in this world that contradict a biblical worldview, and that happens all the time, you'll be able to recognize uh, those things. And so really, that's kind of the foundation for this, uh, this series of memory courses, 14.6, that we want to help people have a biblical worldview. But Randy, why don't you talk specifically about our, our vision for 14.6, The Truth, which is this most recent book in the series. Yeah. Well, as Dakota said, the 14.6 series, it's a family of resources, and it's going to end up being three books. And they overall have the, the purpose of conveying a biblical worldview. The second in the series is 14.6, The Truth. And what that seeks to do is to convey a biblical worldview by asking and answering seven fundamental questions that are going to come up in life. When I think about uh, the importance of Scripture in establishing a Christian worldview, I think about us taking God's Word and laying it over our lives as a grid. And oftentimes, you know, that's a that's a struggle. We wrestle with these things and, and, and these decisions. And so by slowing down and memorizing some key passages, we can answer some of these really fundamental questions that all of us are going to ask on our pilgrimage. Dakota, you want to go through some of the questions? Sure. There are seven key questions that we all uh, answer in life, and uh, here are those seven questions. Is there a God? Who is Jesus Christ? What is truth? What is the meaning of life? Why do we suffer? What does the future hold? 
and what happens after we die. So these are the the seven questions that this memory course seeks to answer. And as you make your way through the course, you you kind of detect that it's a lot like a catechism because Mm -hmm. it'll ask a question and then it presents an answer. In fact, each question has four answers. And with each answer, you'll memorize three verses, up to three verses that really demonstrate from God's Word the truth that pertains to that particular topic. Randy, just so that our listeners have an idea of what we're talking about, what what are the four answers to that question, what does the future hold? All right, so what does the future hold? Here's how we answer these in four lessons. What does the future hold? God's purposes will prevail. God's provision will continue. God's Son will return. And God's people will will be secure. Aren't, there, aren't those comforting? That's so. I'm just so comforted as I read these. But just imagine, one of the reasons that I take comfort in those is because they remind me of things that, as a Christian, I, I know. And yet imagine how comforting these truths would be to discover for the very first time. Maybe you're not sure about what the Bible teaches, or maybe you're sharing these truths with an unbeliever. There's so much truth and so much comfort to be found in the truth as it pertains to these seven questions. And and you can imagine how off track a life would be when lived uh, misinformed about the truth of these questions. If you don't know the truth to, is there a God? If you don't know the truth to, what does the future hold? Or if you're just missing some component of God's truth on those things, that can be life-changing in a very negative way. And by contrast, when you know the truth from Scripture, what a difference that makes to your worldview and to the life that you then live. Yeah, something, Dakota, that I also think about, you know, a debate that memorizers have. I think we've done episodes on it. You know, do you memorize whole books of the Bible or topically? And I think uh, we've settled that question, and the answer is yes to both. You know, topical memorization definitely has its place, and I think for issues like this, topical memorization is key. You know, the Bible is not a systematic theology manual; it's written in various genre, literary genres, and so it's great when you when you have a course or a handbook that pulls those key scriptures for you to learn, so that you can call on them instantly. When you need it in the pilgrimage of life, when you're asking these questions and wanting to know the answers, or someone that you know and love is going through them, or your worldview is being challenged by something. What I love, too, about how 14.6, the truth is laid out, is that when you open it up and you're, and you're looking at the Scripture, all of the verses are color-coded, because as you're memorizing as a family, and we hope that you are, Inevitably, you'll have some who maybe are very young and memorizing three verses in a week would be a little bit of a stretch. And uh, you also have some who are of age and they can certainly memorize three verses in a week. And so every single week, you'll find these verses are color-coded and you can then assign different colors to different uh, age levels in your family. And that's really just a neat way to to make it through this course uh, as a family unit. And uh, each week, we also have uh, what's called a thesis statement that just summarizes in a few words the doctrine that's being considered there. And we'll put, for those of you watching this on YouTube, we'll even put up just a, a screenshot so you can see kind of what we're talking about. But I think, Randy, one of the great strengths of this course is, of course, the verses that you're memorizing. But as you turn the page and you start to dig into the meaning and application, talk to us about what you find on that back page and, and how 14.6 really helps you dive into the text. Yeah, well, we mentioned earlier, you know, going back to the age-old question among memorizers, you know, topical or whole books of the Bible. 
One of the potential dangers that you can run into if you memorize topically is to just extract the verse and divorce it from its context and twist it into what it really doesn't mean. I mean, how many how many cults have been founded that way? So what we're trying to do is to thread that needle very carefully. This is a topical course. It's a, a, a systematic course. But we want you to know what that scripture means in context. So for that reason, the book has a section on, on the flip side of each page called the Consider the Meaning. And it's really a journey that goes from knowing what this passage means to getting to the point of application. And it's got four exercises. The first exercise is really reading the passage in context. Uh, I know it sounds cliche, but a text without a context is a pretext. So you want to read what comes before and what comes after. So exercise one will give you some guidance in that. Then exercise two is going to zoom in a bit more. And with each passage that you memorize, each verse, we've got really the key phrase within that verse that makes up the doctrine. And it gives you a a definition that you would select. Hopefully by memorizing, by meditating on it, it becomes very apparent. Okay, here is what this phrase means. And then in exercise three, we begin to make some application and personalize it. We have these fill-in-the-blank statements where you take that key phrase and you say this statement, and it becomes personal to you. I'll give you an example. So here is uh, week two, unit one. Is there a God? God is revealed in Scripture. So for exercise three, here's a sentence that you would read. Scripture reveals God's character making wise the simple. You're just taking that text and personalizing it. Then exercise four is where you've really completed that journey, at least this portion of it, and you meditate on this key doctrine, on the verses that make it up. And I, I, we challenge you the week that you memorize these verses to each day just have a moment to ruminate, to meditate, to chew on the cud, so to speak, and think of how that passage applies. That's so good. I'm, I'm excited about this course, Randy. I feel like these are the big questions that people wrestle with. And as you listening, uh, think about the people in your life. Maybe that's your neighbor. Uh, Maybe those are some kids in your church. Uh, Maybe that's a niece or a nephew. Think about what a difference it would make if they went into their lives armed with the truth as it pertains to these questions. And by contrast, think about what it would look like if they went into life with question marks after each of these questions, if they really didn't know what the Bible says. And so I would encourage you, check this course out. Um, ScriptureMemory.com slash the truth is really the best place to go to learn more. We have a video that kind of unpacks a little bit more of what we've been talking about with some uh, live pictures of just what it's like. And we also have this memory course available in our Verse Locker app as well. So we hope you'll check it out. And more importantly, we hope that you'll uh, memorize God's Word this week. Uh, The best way to develop a biblical worldview is by just hiding God's Word in your heart and letting it shape uh, your perspectives. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. As always, we hope that you will subscribe, leave a review on your favorite app store. That really helps others find the podcast and be encouraged as they memorize Scripture. And we hope to talk with you again soon here on the Scripture Memory Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. 
If you're ready to take the next step in your scripture memory journey, visit us online at scripturememory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.